Welcome to another episode of the Power Unit Success Cast. I am your host, Chasen J. Miles. And on this podcast, we simply want to help you do more so you can be more. And as you all know, if you've been listening for a while, I like to introduce just different people who are doing things to make money, right? In Power Unit, we have our motto, do the most. And every single year, we we have our do the most conference, which is coming up in April, April 19th and 20th. And the whole thing with that conference is to help you add or grow multiple streams of income. You know, they say that the average millionaire has seven income streams. And so we want to help you get there. And on this episode, I actually interviewed a real estate agent who has been successfully able to add another income stream in stock trading. So I thought this conversation was really good and I want to let you hear it. Look, I don't know how you found this podcast and I don't know if it popped up or you got it in an email or you're subscribed, but however you found it, share it with somebody. That's the only way that this podcast can grow and it keeps me motivated. So let's go ahead and hop into that conversation. Yeah, man. Um, things have been going pretty good. I've, um, I have a listing that we're just going pending today, mm-hmm. which I talked to you about. is actually from my barber. <clears throat> he had a listing out in Cedar Hill, and, you know, he talked to me about it. We went to go view the property together, and I thought he had a great product. So we put it on the market, and today we got it ready to go to pending. So it was really good. It's been good. Yeah. It's been good. Um, so, so, like, what? I mean... How's business been? I mean, let's just be real. Yeah, yeah. Let's be real. Uh, 2023 has been a little struggle. Uh, business is, is tough now that the interest rates are a little high. You had a lot of buyers that not, not willing to get out there and purchase. Um, so you have to get out there and try to find the business. You know, the business is just, um, it's, not, it's not as easy as it was. Yeah. You got to get out there and find it. So, you know, making the calls, you know, doing your open houses, you know, uh, pushing out information, content. You have to be up to par on what's really going on in the market to bring value. So, I mean, it's it's a lot. It's 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 it's, it's a lot. So, like, when 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 it's time like these, <clears throat> I mean, because I know what I do, but yeah. when the market's difficult or the business isn't coming in like that, how do you basically how do you survive? Like, how do you sup- supplement your income? How do you keep going? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, sometimes uh, when you supplement income, what I've done, I've implemented certain things like day trading. I have done that, Mm. um, which is seemed to be good, and then sometimes it's bad because you know you're still learning the skill, but you're doing that Uh, with real estate. I mean, you have rentals that you can that you can supplement, but other than that, man, it's really the hustle and the grind trying to find that next piece of business, man. So day trading yeah right yeah because that's a that's an interesting thing and yeah. i was i was kind of into day trading mm-hmm. probably back in i want to say maybe even high school which yeah. i wasn't into it into it like i was day trading but i was mm-hmm. researching and wanting to start it right but it always seemed so complicated like mm-hmm. There's so much that that you have to watch, and you and I had a discussion yeah. about that day trading and stuff, and literally how your mind started talking about 
these different charts and mm -hmm. watching the news and, and this company and that company. Right, right, right. Like, first off, what, what even got you interested in dabbling into day trading? Well, I started off with a simulator, right? Um, you start off with simulators and you can kind of see, okay, let's look at the market. Let's pay attention to, and I watch Fox Business. Let's see what's going on. Why are people so interested in this? And then you realize people are investing into the market in order to make profits. So I started diving into, you know, my had my little Robinhood account, making sure, seeing what's going on in different, different stocks. But then you realize, okay, you can make money off options, you can make money off of day trading. So what got me interested in day trading, um, a couple of YouTubers that I saw, and then a friend of mine told me what he was doing. And he showed me, you know, what he made in a matter of two minutes, three minutes. And I was like, no way. Absolutely <laughs> no way. But he was like, yeah, I did this in three minutes. So I, at that point, I was, I was interested because I'm in real estate. I'm an entrepreneur. You know, if business is going slow, how do I supplement my income? So I started looking at the day trading aspect. Mm. And I must say, it's almost like a drinking uh, from a fire hose, if you will. It's a lot coming at you at one time. So what you have to do, you're learning it through a simulator, but then you scale down how much information you're gonna take in so that you can be, so it can be an easier process for you. Mm -hmm. So what I've done now, uh, I had a whole lot, a lot of charts, a lot of, of news, and now I funnel it all out down to, okay, this is the setup that I want to use, and this is going to use, and I'm going to use this setup every single time. I'm not going to go off and find 500, 300 different stocks to trade from. Just one or two, and that's it. Funnel it down. Then you'll then you'll learn the price action. You'll learn how they move, and then you can just go ahead and make it more a little bit more more easier. Gotcha. Yeah. Somewhat. I mean, yeah. it makes it makes sense the, yeah, yeah. the whole concept. But okay, so. You you mentioned Fox News. Fox News. Let's yeah. let's let's just start there. Okay. You open up the news. Yep. And what are you looking for wow. to give you like I yeah. don't know, info. Info. Okay, so there's a lot of things you're looking for. So the first thing you're looking for, okay, what really moves the market? Okay. The Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, if ever he's speaking, they move the market. Okay, he moves the market whether it goes up and down, if it's good news or bad news. Interest rates have been, they have been increasing interest rates for the past, ever since, um, ever since the summer. But now things have slowed down, they've decreased uh, the size of the interest rates, and so markets are liking it, so markets are rallying. So that's one aspect. <clears throat> then you're looking at GDP per capita. So you're looking at those numbers that come out. Those move the market. So if you're paying attention to that, if you have good GDP, then the markets are gonna be positive. Jobs data comes out. So Fox Business, they're gonna release all this information and it comes out every single month. So if jobs data come out and it's looking, well, this market, jobs data, if we want the market to look like jobs are less, because if jobs are less, then Jerome Powell's not going to increase the, the interest rate so high. But I believe, um, Jobs data came out kind of high this this month, so. Well, no, I mean, I, so I was listening to something the other day, and it was talking about how our unemployment rate is yeah. at the lowest that it's been in mm -hmm. a long, 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 long time. Yeah. But then they were also saying that that will 
most likely continue to increase inflation, mm -hmm. um, which stuck out to me because I was like, well, if more people have jobs now and can spend money, why wouldn't the inflation go down? Right, right, right. Which, of course, would send me down a rabbit hole, okay. you know, because crazy thing this this morning on the power unit call, mm -hmm. someone was talking about the United States trying to create a digital currency, you know, right, right, and right. now I started connecting all of these dots and I'm like, okay, inflation's out of control, mm -hmm. but then spending, it's not probably what it should be, unemployment's low, and the dollar and the nationwide debt is, is the nationwide debt is, is astronomical. It's yes. never gonna go down. I mean, right. they're always, are we going to shut down the government today or are we not going to shut down the government today? We already know that our, our the, the value of our dollar mm -hmm. is where it is today. Then the conflicts with now China, mm -hmm. I mean, it's so many things happening all at once. Right. When we get to talking about stocks, do you feel like that all of this stuff causes movement or does it does it just cause a stock market that's just all over the place? Because I've been looking at it lately, and I've been seeing a lot of red, and I I, I don't necessarily know what specific thing is causing that, mm -hmm. and that's what makes it hard for me to even make predictions. You know, I right, right. I don't know what. How do you take in just all of those different things? Well, there's a lot of different topics. So one thing I think about is we see a lot of us who are in the investor communities, we saw that, okay, there's possibly a bottom that we're at right now. And because we see that there's a bottom right now, you're going to see markets rally a little bit. And the reason why markets are rallying is because we see inflation is at a peak or has peaked already. So now markets are just wait. The investors are actually just waiting possibly for a little pullback, and then we're going to rally. And that's basically Jerome Powell is going to move the market. Now, when we talk about China or we talk about the crypto market that's going to influence it, you have to understand, companies are in the stock market. They're, they're there that's going to talk about their guidance for the future, and actually guidance is not looking too strong right now, but as we know, these companies aren't going anywhere. Right. So if these companies aren't going anywhere, they're going to produce and they're going to increase their revenue over time. So at that point, investors are just sitting back, really waiting. Uh, we know cryptocurrency, uh, the government wants to put a regulation on it right now because it's unregulated. So they're looking for how to get this regulated. Mm -hmm. But at this point right now, stock market, th those who are investing in stock, they're just waiting for that rallying point. We've already covered the, the bottom. So now they're just waiting to actually go in and really put more money in it. So it's really, a waiting game. So say I wanted to be a day trader yeah. or, I, or I wanted to start day trading. Yeah. I know that day trading is very risky and it's very fast paced, but mm -hmm. also I've always been told, you know, you need a, a good amount of money going into that. Yeah. You talked about using simulators and everything, but like realistically, mm -hmm. if someone wanted to start out with this, how much would be a, a, an amount one can start with to start? Whew, Dabbling. It depends, man. It's so it, it's so much depend. I would say you can either, I would say start small. Start small with five thousand dollars. Five thousand. That's not necessarily small. From what I've seen, when investors start up, they have like they start with like twenty five grand. No, twenty five. Okay, so grand. for like the average person though, like 
would you not recommend day trading if someone doesn't have 5,000? I would say start with a simulator because here's the thing about day trading. Day trading is not just about the numbers, it's all about your emotions as well. Mm. So when you see that number, you put in $1,000 and you see that $1,000 quickly go to 500 and then you're gonna try to win that money back, then that basically we call that on tilt. You went tilt. So now you're just scrambling and making all these trades trying to get money back. Your thousand dollars is just gone just like that. You know, I, I feel like I could be really into that because I love gambling. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Yeah, we've been I, to casino before. I mean, you know, I love the I love the casino. Yeah. My strategy in the casino because my game of choice is craps, and a lot of people are intimidated by craps. craps. They don't understand it. it. But my crap strategy is hedging bets. Hedging your bet. Right? Mm -hmm. I, I will bet on the pass line. I'll bet on the don't pass line, um, the, the, the don't come, all of that stuff that people kind of stay away from. Right. You know, but I know that it hedges the bets, and mm -hmm. I may lose, but I'll win. In, in another area or the loss won't be as big. Right. Is that something that you do with your trading also? With trading, they have, a, they have a system called stop loss. So what you're doing is you're trying to see what's going to give you the best uh, outcome for this trade. So you, it's called, in another term, it's called risk management. So if you know you're at the top of the, top of the market right now, where you're, you don't want to buy and go up more. You know, you don't want to do that. Because now your risk, your risk is way too high. Wait till the number comes back down, then you want to buy in and go up. But then you also have a stop loss. Just in case it goes down, say, okay, I want to purchase it to go up just a little bit. Put a stop loss a little bit below it. So if it does go down, it'll come out. Your loss is not that bad. And I have to relate this to the game yes. again. So yeah. like, it's, it's even kind of like putting odds on, exactly. on a bet. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you won't really lose that uh, in, in certain situations, mm -hmm. but it's also money that you've won. So, so tell me this, does it get to a point where you pull your investment out and then you're just using the, the money? House that's money. Yeah, house money. That's usually exactly. the goal. That's usually the goal, right? You want to you wanna put in, like I said, if you put in $1,000 or $5,000 and you start making profit, you want to start making profit, then, and if you're good at the system and you become consistent, then go ahead and pull your money out, but still leave that 5,000 in to go ahead and trade the next day. Mm. So you want to continue to pull your profits out so it can be in your bank account. And then when you start seeing your, your base going down, then you know, okay, you have to fix something. Your strategy needs to be fixed. You need to tweak something. Uh, but yeah, you definitely want to pull your profits out. Let me ask you this. What what do you feel is one's mentality mm -hmm. that that they have to have in order to even take these kind of risks because i could i could relate it to gambling mm -hmm. i can relate it to entrepreneurship yeah. or starting a new business venture you know investing money in it but i also feel like you have to have a certain mentality mm -hmm. what type of just underlying mentality do you feel like someone has to have you have to have confidence. You have to have confidence. Um, if you go in day trading and you're timid, you're not really sure, you're not gonna pull, you know, pull the trigger on a certain trade, you're gonna miss it. And then you're gonna probably be at the bottom or the top of the trade and just lose money. 
So the mentality is you have to believe in yourself, be confident, believe in your setup, and also do the education. So in that, in that aspect, you're, you're, you're a better trader and you're kind of aware of your system. Now, how does, how does the system work? You have to know what comes out during the day. You have to know what the news is, what, what's going on in the environment, right, in order for you to be a successful trader. If you know that, okay, a bear market is coming, the reason why, uh, Jerome Powell or the Federal Reserve, they've said they're going to do this astronomical move that's going to tank the market. Well, you want to know that. You want to be prepared for that. You don't want to, you know, just live in the sky by and by and just hope to pray and throw money in it and hope it goes up. You know, you don't want to do that. You want to be aware of what's going that on. That seems like so much to keep track of yeah. all at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, all at the same time. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about the little ticker symbol at the bottom yep. of the screen, mm -hmm. and it's like watching that and listening to the news and watching your computer screen. And yep. Mm -hmm. You're paying attention to everything, but the more you do it, the easier it gets. Okay. Because now you have on your calendar what news comes out. Okay, during this day, okay, he speaks here, Jerome speaks there, or this job, job data comes out here at this time, uh, CPI data comes out at this point in time. You have all of these on your calendar to be able to help you make a, a, a more informed decision on how you're going to, how you're going to trade. Because some of those things, they, some of those uh, categories, they move the market big, you know, big yeah. movements. So you know, just being aware, doing it, immersing yourself in it, now you know, okay, let me pay attention. At the beginning of the month, I know there's going to be a lot of movement. Mm. Not only that, earnings reports, they come out too. Mm. Those earnings reports, they move the market as well. So you just pay attention to all of those things. Well, after a while you become profitable. I am nowhere near a great trader. Let me just go ahead and yeah. let me go ahead and say that. I'm not a great trader at all. I'm still learning, right? Yeah. Um, but there are people who've been in the business for six years and I've learned from and I've learned from them listening to them and then I realize they've done all of that stuff before. And so they have an idea on how the market's gonna move. You gotta think about it. You know, I started doing this what five, five months? That's not a lot. Um, these these individuals have been doing it, like I said, five, six years. They, they know the market trends. They know exactly what's going on. Even at the end, end of the year, a lot of traders, a lot of investors, what they'll do, they'll take a loss on a, um, on a, on a, on a stock, and they'll just report that next year, and they call it tax harvesting. And so what they'll do, they'll take that loss and then put that loss next year on the taxes and they get refunded for that. How do I know that? I didn't know that going tax in. Tax harvesting. Yeah. Tax harvesting. Tax harvesting, yep, and they do that. They'll go ahead and take that loss for that trade mm -hmm. or that stock and then get reimbursed the next year. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So uh, just that alone, how much more information that we don't know. Right, you know? right. So, well, I mean, you've, you've dropped a lot of information today and I'm thankful for that, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna let you stay in that that lane. I, 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 you know, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's one of those though, and you know, we're part of the do the most community, so yeah, it's yeah. like we do we do more, so we, we can more. be more. Exactly. So you know, but I appreciate that. Thanks for coming on and, and sharing that. Yeah, man, anytime, man. I okay. appreciate you, brother.